vibe over what we love and vibe over what we hate maybe more struggles welcome to we were so happy microaggressions and where they happen i'm your host nicole young and if you haven't had a chance to yet take a listen to our intro podcast which gives a little bit of background about what microaggressions are why i think they're important to discuss um and the goals of this podcast. One of the things that we try to do every episode is create a space where people of color can unpack and unload microaggressions that happen to them on a regular basis and where we can provide a little bit of learning for people who are not people of color. Um, This week's special guest is Greg Callahan, a friend and cohort mate of mine. He and I recorded this um, in a busy lobby at a retreat that we were both attending. So uh, please excuse a little bit of the background noise, but I think it's a great story and a good conversation. Hi, I'm Greg. Um, I'm speaking from the context of being a mixed race, white, Asian person. Um, so this story is when I was in college, but it kind of encompasses a lot of different things. But I was at a party hanging out. A friend of mine introduced me to a, a girl who was a white girl. And her first response to me was, wow, you have an interesting look. What are you? Something exotic, I bet. Um, and that's really the whole thing. Um, I did not really respond in the moment. And there's a whole lot of pieces to that. So we can yeah. talk about it. So is that a thing that someone has said to you in some form before? Each piece of that, just not all together. <laughs> yes. So what pieces? Uh, so I'd had that, like, you look interesting. Or, like, there's something interesting in your look. And they're not talking about what I wear. Um, what are you? Like, that comment since I was, like, a little kid. Like, what are you? Um, and then, like, some some comment ex- about exoticness or foreignness or, you know, something like that. So let's break it apart. So yeah. what are you is just such an offensive question but why why is it offensive to you? yeah so i mean I, I think of it as imagine you tell asking a little kid what they are and you don't mean like it's not halloween they're not in a costume so i mean instead of who are you what's your background who's your family it's like what are you you're not even human at that point it's right. like that's the question you ask aliens in like sci-fi movies right and it's 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 clearly like a sorting mechanism like we humans are always trying to sort people and put people in boxes mm-hmm. At the same time, again, to your point, it's a dehumanizing expression, right? It's just like, what are you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. What else? What else in there? Um, so there's the, you have an interesting look. Um, <laughs> and again, I did not, I, I don't wear, I didn't have fancy, you know, clothing choices. No costumes, no hats? No, yeah. So, um, yeah, so the implications almost is it's like this choice to like be the how I am, right? Like physically, uh, you know, this comment just like this difference thing like oh you're really different looking like there's something strange about you it's interesting like nice choice (laughs) good fashion choice but like also it's this idea like what's the norm right what is the norm that you're not meeting that people are like you're an exotic person here so what do you say in moments like that and then also like when you're thinking about your kids how do you tell them to deal with moments or interactions like that when someone is exoticizing their look yeah I mean sometimes it's just one of those like it's not even worth it because it happens so much but uh I mean that in that particular situation I said nothing um yeah I don't even know what I would say I mean a lot of times I would respond with like what are you which (laughs) you know then makes people think about it a little more um because usually they're offended and they look at me funny like why would you ask that it's like you just literally asked me that um the exotic comment I'd be like what do you mean by that like are you exotic like what is exotic is that flower over there exotic like 
um, and just kind of push that. I mean, I think generally sort of throwing the question back at people and asking them, like, what do you actually mean by that is generally probably the best way to do it because um, hopefully it makes them think about what they just asked. And one of the things we talk about on this podcast often is, like, the things that you only have to encounter if you're not, like, a stereotypical white person, whatever a stereotypical white yep. person is, right? And, like, they never have to experience someone being like, what are you? Mm-hmm. So a typical blonde hair, blue-eyed white person never has to hear what are you or that mm-hmm. you look exotic or your look is like a costume to me, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no piece of that they have to endure regularly. And it's something that people do pretty often to each other. Yeah. Um, last part of what she said. You're exotic, I bet. Oh, yeah, so there's the something exotic, I bet. With <laughs> <laughs> a little like, you know, winky, like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I might like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be special. <laughs> Um, if you, because um, one of the goals for this podcast, at least, is to do a little teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what what do we tell white people about this? One, don't ask people what they are. Yeah. Because what uh, the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, and the, like the whole exotic thing. I mean, I mean, I, I I definitely know that like like Asian women get this a whole lot more than I do. Um, but just like we're in the states, like no one, like unless you're uh, like Indigenous American, at saying that about everybody else, like. It makes no sense in the context. Um, and again, it's, I mean, there's almost, I can't think of any context where that's not just horrendously othering. Um, Something yeah. I've always heard my Asian friends talk about mm-hmm. is this feeling of like, if you are Asian, if you look Asian, no matter how many generations your family has been in this country, you're always a guest, right? You're foreign, yeah. Where yeah. are you from, right? Like, that's the other one. Like, that, this, she didn't, she forgot to say that, but yeah, like, that is the common, she like, completed, you can't possibly like, be full. from here, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If she had just added, where are you from? It would have <laughs> yeah. really been, like, the perfect coup de grace right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for making time, Greg. Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing it. And hopefully folks can learn from it. Thank you. And vibe over what we hate, maybe more. And share struggles that we rose above. And the battles that we still fight. We were so happy microaggressions and where they happen is made possible by lots of lovely contributors and friends, including this week's special guest, Greg Callaham. Logo and design by Alexandra H. Corbin. Music by Lion Soul featuring Manchild, produced by Young Focus. The battles that we still fight, you'll be okay.